Todd talks. The question is when a family member or a friend contacts you and wants you to help them out with stuff, what are you supposed to do? You know, you're in the creative business or any business really, but particularly in the creative business. Um, you know, you're going to have family and friends throughout your, your career that are going to want help. They're going to want help with a logo or advice on a website or even doing a website. What do you do? You know, it's like you get a cousin or a, a, I don't know, best friend or neighbor. Somebody's always going to find out, oh, oh, you're a designer, you know, graphic designer. I, could, I couldn't design a stick figure. You know, I really need help with a website, you know, that kind of stuff. It, it pops up a lot. And, you know, what are you supposed to do, right? You want to help them. You know, you, you, you definitely want to help people. Helping people is something that is, is very important, um, you know, more important than your career or anything like that, right? We want to be helpful to each other. Um, you know, I have friends and family that, that do various things um, that I may ask advice for, and I'm not sure how they feel about that. You know, I have family members that are doctors or lawyers. And, um, you know, I may ask them advice, um, you know, health advice and things. And, I, you know, not that I've gotten very good advice. They often don't like talking about it, um, be kind of vague, which, you know, to each his own, you know. Um, sometimes when I give advice, I give way, way too much advice. Sometimes I go way over the top, you know, way, way more than I should. And I think the answer is going to be different for everybody. And the answer is somewhere in the middle. But. You know, I have, um, boy, we, I have a friend that's a chemistry professor, and I'll ask him not necessarily silly questions. You know, they're, they're interesting questions. You know, for example, you know, when you breathe in air, you know, we're breathing in oxygen and all this other stuff. But what else is in the air? And, you know, often he'll, he'll be kind of big. Nah, I'm not sure. You know, doesn't really want to talk about it. So it's interesting how, how people are different depending on what it is they do. You know, even my own father, who was sold for years um, for Sears and, and other other companies, he'll he'll divulge. He'll he his personality is such he's a people person and he loves to talk about um, his career and he'll give advice on how to sell. You know, which is listening to people, building a rapport with people, um, forming a relationship, hearing their story. Um, you know that kind of stuff. So he'll, he'll definitely divulge, but there's, there are other people that might be in sales who might give you the shoulder shrug. I don't, I don't know. It's different for everybody. So in the creative space though, it's happened a lot. I, I definitely would say it, it happens a lot where people want help with something. You know, I've had friends from high school contact me through Facebook and other social media saying, you know, they need help with a website. Um, I've had churches and nonprofit organizations contact me. Or people who have heard through other people that I do this kind of stuff and how can I help nonprofit organizations and churches and things of that nature. Um, I've definitely been involved in a lot of those. And I think it depends on, on who, who it is you're working with and what's in your heart and what's, what's important to you. You have to sort of analyze all that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> you also have to protect yourself. You you know, you definitely will run into situations where you're doing way too much for way too many people and you may end up frustrating yourself because of that. 
And I will say this, I, I don't believe that there are people, at least in my life, but I would say in most people's lives that, that wake up in the morning and say, hey, you know what? I want to ask so-and-so for help because I want to screw them. I want to you know, really take advantage of them. I, I, don't, I don't believe that's in people's nature. I believe most people are kind-hearted and you know, they have decent intentions. And if they do take advantage, it's, it's, it's really of no fault of their own. You know, it's just something they're, they're asking for help. They want advice or whatever. Um, so it's up to you to communicate what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. So, for example, somebody um, might ask you for, let's say, a logo design. Can you help me do a logo design? Well, so let's break that apart. Somebody wants a logo. What's the logo for? You know, you have a conversation. Tell me more about this. Well, I wanted to start my own baking company, making my making cookies out of my kitchen and selling them, you know, to local people. And, you know, I'm not sure where to start, where to begin. Well, off the bat, it depends on your relationship with this, this friend or neighbor or person or whatever. Um, you know, how close are you to them? Because if they're close to you, they're closer to your circle, closer to your heart. You have a, a more of a special relationship. That's a little bit different than somebody that that is sort of distant. You know, you're not not too familiar. I'll give you an example. Um, I had a friend slash neighbor um, who I've known for years and put me in touch with somebody he knew that that makes board games and wanted help designing a, a board for a, um, um, a game, a game board and, you know, put me in touch. And right off the bat, I mean, I didn't know this guy at all. And right off the bat, it was a classic where um, I'm just a startup. I have absolutely not a penny to my name, um, but I really need some help. And I heard you're really good and, you know, not sure what you could do with me and for me and that kind of thing. That's tricky, right? Because I don't know them from a hole in the ground. And, and although it's a you know recommendation from a friend. You have to know who you want to help and how much you want to help. You have to have almost like write up your own ethics rules or your own values or your own mission statement for, for what it is you do. Um, or at least know really solid in your heart, heart and in your head who you're willing to help. Um, because, you know, in that example there, you know, I started looking at it and I gave him some some advice and, you know, told them what he should consider and, and told them what's involved in creating these things. Um, you know, for example, drawing a, a game board, it's not just slapping a bunch of things on a board. It takes some well thought out planning. It takes some high resolution and high quality graphics to, to create something that's going to really work well and be really highly visible to people, you know, and, and made him understand what's involved. And in that particular case there, I'd said, well, let me give you an idea of if I were consulting with somebody on this job professionally, you know, I'd give them a time frame and a cost. So let's just say to create a game board that you want to get out on the mass market and sell, a.k.a. make money on, which is another point I'll, I'll explain in a second. Um, you're going to, you know, price it accordingly, you know, putting your creative talents to use and you can be an expert at any level you know i've done other talks on this where you know you're a startup sort of in the middle or or an advanced expert you're always at some level some expert because even if you're a beginner and somebody wants your help you that puts you in a position slightly above them right because you are the expert creating that thing that they need 
So your expertise is being tapped into for something, for some purpose. And that purpose, such as with a game board company, you know, they, they make, make many, many, many thousands of dollars from, from this board game. So your skill set is very, very important, a very important part of that. And it has value. So keep that in mind that what you do, creatively speaking, has tremendous value. It's, you know, in my eyes, it's a God-given skill. It's something very, very special that, that you produce, okay? Um, it can be, you know, even if you're a wonderful doctor, physical therapist, uh, uh, you could be a, a yard person, uh, uh, somebody who tends to flower gardens. It doesn't matter if you're really good at it, really passionate about it. It's something, you know, it's a God-given skill, something that's in you that you're meant to do, that you're really, you're really, uh, you're really in a Zen space when you're doing this kind of stuff is very, very important, has a lot of value. And that, that needs to be considered when, when you're um, creating stuff or quoting, estimating jobs in that nature. Just keep that in mind. That's really important. Um, don't let people or companies or, or otherwise take advantage of that. And again, not that they're going to do it intentionally. Often they just don't know what they're doing or how to do it. So it's, it's, it's really important for you to communicate that kind of stuff. So again, back to the game board, I'd say, you know, let's just say I work with you for 30 days, um, you know, as a, as a creative consultant, because what I do is not just the creative stuff, which, which I do and I've done for quite some time, but I also consult with people to help them come up with creative solutions that, that are just perfectly suited for them. Because what they want is what I call creative success, creative mastery. They want it to be the best. They want it to look good. They want it to look sharp. They want it to endure. They want it to look professional. They want results, all that kind of stuff. Well, it's not just the thing, slapping ink on a paper, so to speak. It's, it's the right deliverable. It's coming up with the right deliverable. It's coming up with the right package and plan, game plan, that kind of stuff. So, so I'll consult with a game company for, let's say, 30 days. And I'll say, you know, I'll give you a estimate. Um, let's say about five, five thousand dollars. Let's just come up with a number. I mean, you could say a thousand dollars, but I'll say five thousand dollars for, for the month, which means that I'm going to meet with you once a week. We're going to have a phone call session for, a, for about an hour a week, and we're going to communicate by text and email. And I'm going to help you generate a, number one, a game plan for the game board, which means I'm going to consult with you and work with you to come up with the ideal game plan for the game board, which includes one mock up of the game board. So by the end of this month, you'll have a good direction on what kind of game board we want to create to help you come up with a really kick butt game that's going to work really, really well, as well as a graphic mock-up that you're going to need to create the game board. Okay. So typically, let's say $5,000. And by the way, you, you could, you could estimate $10,000, $25,000. And there's a, I have, I have another talk that I'm going to do on, on pricing. Um, which, which can be really useful and hopefully provide you with some tips and tricks on, um, you know, pricing sheets and guidelines, that kind of stuff. But anyway, let's just say I wanted to estimate that. And this is what I did. And I said, you know, normally I'd charge in, in the neighborhood of, let's say, $5,000. I can't remember the exact number. But, you know, knowing that you're a startup, you're a friend of my friend, and, you know, you don't have much to go on, I'd probably cut that in half for you you know, to help you out. Because at that particular time, I wasn't overly busy 
I hadn't done a lot of game boards, so I figured, yeah, you know what, put that under my under my belt too. Sometimes you have to think of it um, of value as far as monetary versus non-monetary. Sometimes the value, for example, you're a startup. You're a, I did several talks on this. You're a startup. You're a junior graphic designer. You have no experience with in, infographics. It's to your advantage to create two or three free ones for somebody because now you have two or three infographics that you can show people as a free sample. And they'll say, oh, wow, you do infographics. Look at that. These are gorgeous. And then they'll hire you to do more infographics. So sometimes the value, there's more value to it than monetary. But in this particular case, you know, I've been doing this a long time and I'm going to give them a, a, a very high level of expertise that's way beyond just slapping down a piece of art on a game board. So this conversation, you've got to keep it short, too, because you don't want to waste your time. Time is valuable. Time is precious. You can never get time back. So think of time as an investment, um, a very, very valuable investment, because you will never, ever get that time back. So you want to invest it forward. It has to be uh, uh, God-centered. You know, it has to be authentic. It has to be real. Um, it has to be special. It has to be special. And so in this particular case, ah, that's a little steep. You know, I, I don't have any money. And I said, well, you know, that's my recommendation. That's that's where I would go. And And, and I stuck to that. And then I said, you know, if you're looking for cheap resources, you know, you can always search online, Google online, you know, cheap freelancers or, you know, go to a college and look for internship programs. You could go to several online uh, graphic design freelance portals like Fiverr and uh, Upwork and others, which I, you know, I have different feelings on. But, you know, for people that don't have any budget, and, and you know, um, you know, I can call them cheap skates but they're not necessarily cheap skates they're startups um they don't have high budget you know fine but if you don't stick to your guns what would have happened is if i didn't have any confidence and i didn't have any certainty and i didn't have any values and um um guidelines set up in my head at least or through experience is i'd be spinning my wheels for this guy creating from my heart and from my mind my creative mind getting him all kinds of stuff now, I'm spending a lot of time doing this, and then he's going to take it and go off to the races and be very successful with his game board. Not good. Not good. So you're investing your heart and soul into something that he then is going to monetize. So that's not something I'm willing to do. So I think one of the best places to start is, is knowing what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And often, you know, deep down from sort of where your stomach is, you sort of have this inside core gut feeling on the matter and know that it just if it's right, it feels right. It's just something deep down. And it's not surface level stuff, which is like reactionary, you know, ego um, or fear or I'm afraid of, you know, they might not like me if I do this or you know, I might lose my friend if I don't do this, or my cousin might think I'm a jerk if I don't do this. Whatever it is, that's all surface stuff. Deep down, it's a very, very soft-spoken, confident, feel-good place that says yes or no. And um, I'll give you a couple of other examples. I had a neighbor that wanted help with some program that, that they were doing through a school. And, um, you know, I... I consulted with her for a good hour or so to really discuss this, went over and looked at some stuff. And I said, yeah, you know, this is going to require a good couple of weeks of solid illustration work and, you know, put a price together and said, you know, 
I'll do it for this amount of money. I, you know, normally I might charge, let's say it's a $2,500 type of thing. And I'm, you know, for you, I might charge $1,200, $1,500, you know, um, it's reduced, but you're going to get some really good stuff that you're going to really be able to excel with and take this to the top. And it worked out really well. So there you go, you know, deal done. Um, same with, you know, there are certain family members I've done work for that I've actually given estimates to say, look, you know, normally I'd charge a thousand bucks. I'll give it to you for a couple hundred dollars or whatever, you know, come up with a price line. So at least somebody you're getting a return on your investment, your creative time and energy investment in them is going to be reciprocated because now you're getting financially compensated professionally to do what you do best. So they're getting something great out of it. You're getting something. You're getting compensated for it. And, you know, I think it also sets a standard that says, you know, if they're paying you for it. They're going to feel good about it um, because, you know, they've hired you in a sense to do something. And there's sort of a bond there, you know, a pro professional bond uh, or a contract, if you will, that kind of ties them together. Um, I've had other relationships where I've been with uh, I've done freebies for, for many, many, many people and organizations. And I, I can't, I got to tell you, that mo most of the time, these people are, will reciprocate. They'll send thank you gifts. They'll send uh, often uh, money. Often I'll, I'll get a check in the mail and say, hey, you know, I just wanted to thank you for your work on such and such. And, you know, they'll send a check. Happens often. Um, and again, now that's something, those are, those are special only because you don't expect them. You want to help and, and you're honored to help. Like there's children's charities that I love helping and certain churches I love helping with. Um, there, there are many friends I have that I love and I'm honored to help. Um, like in the martial arts field, there's a very good friend of mine that, that I'm just honored to, to be able to help with that type of stuff. So there's no need for financial reward. There's something I'm getting more deeply than that, something more profound. It's very, very special. So, you know, that to me, that's, that's very important. Some, some people disagree. I have friends that adamantly disagree and say, no, you know, this is, this is a business. My time is, is my time and, and I'm not going to give it up for, you know, for anybody. And, um, you know, so that, you know, and again, that's up to the individual. That's up to the individual to decide what's best for them. But for me personally, I think giving and charity is very important. But as long as it as long as it's legitimate and it's special. You know, as long as it's legitimate and special, because then then it's true and honest from the heart. And it just feels good to do. It just does. Um, and beyond that, then, then you start, you know, clicking up from there, professionally speaking, <clears throat> you know, if you have a friend, a relative, or yeah, I'll just say friend or relative that wants something, you have to evaluate that and, um, think of your self-worth <clears throat> and think what it's going to entail, how much work it's honestly going to take and why you're doing it. I think that's another great question to ask is why you're going to help this person. Um, I think that's an important question to ask and be completely, completely honest with yourself because, you know, if you're doing it because you feel bad, you know, or I feel bad for them. Um, they don't have a lot of money or I feel bad because my, my mom might get mad at me if I don't, or, you know, all kinds of silly reasons for it. 
if you answer that, you're going to come up with a reason really, really quickly if you're really honest with yourself. And then it'll help you decide, you know, for example, the other side could be true. Um, I want to help because I love this organization and it just it would just be so cool to be a part of helping out. It'd be really, really fun. I'd get to know these people. I'd become, um, you know, part of the team. It just, it just be really rewarding. That's a whole different answer to that, right? So ask yourself that question. Why am I doing this? And, and that will definitely help you make that decision, make the right decision. But beyond that, you know, you're a professional. You're a graphic design creative professional. Um, so give yourself credit and treat yourself, treat yourself as that business. And remember to get compensated for that type of business. And, and like I said, not always financially, but there's got to be some kind of a win-win. One of my favorite books by Stephen Covey, Seven uh, Habits of Highly Successful People, he often mentions this win, win, win or no deal mentality, which I've always loved because it's kind of got to be a win for you. It's got to be a win for me or no deal, you know, because because otherwise let's let's agree that that we're not going to engage in this project together because there's there's no win for either of us. It's too much work for me. Um, you're not willing to pay for it. it. You know, it's just it's just not a win win situation. So just keep all that in mind when you're estimating projects or wondering who you should work with, um, you know, and, and always go to your heart. Always go to your heart, and your gut, your mind, your intelligence, and just just be honest with yourself. And you'd be surprised um, with the answers that you come up with by by doing that. Todd talks.